It's the strip with Walter and Bunny. Yes, it's a dynamic detective duo you know from True Vault Escapades now taking on the glitz and glamour of New Vegas. Brought to you by the A-Bomb Radio web station and Atomic Wolf. Sunny afternoon in the Mojave Wasteland, and Walter and Bunny take a drive to Bitter Springs to deliver much-needed supplies to refugees. I think we only have a few miles left until we arrive. Did you check that map of yours, Bunny? Uh-huh. About three more miles. Very good. Say, Walter. Yes, Bunny? Is it really true that the NCR butchered the great cons that were trying to escape the Bitter Springs invasion? I hear that's why so many people hate them. That's a touchy subject, Bunny. And there's still debate whether or not that was just a big mistake, or an intended massacre. Well, which one was it? Nobody knows, Bunny. But you're right about being a butchering. Bitter Springs has never been the same since. Oh, awful. Well, who knows? Maybe with the rising Caesar threat, the cons and NCR can build a relationship over a common enemy. It'd be a miracle to see that happen. But my guess is that Caesar will capitalize off their grief by forming an alliance with those chemheads. Not a good thing for the NCR. Ah! Walter! Someone's firing at us! I know! And it ain't pot shots. Where is he? I don't know! Ah! I'm gonna try my luck under that cliff. Hold on! Yeah. Yeah, I, th I think we avoided him. Walter, the side of your face is bleeding. Huh? Oh, yeah, I see. Hmm. That darn window shattered and cut my face. But I thought these windows were bulletproof. They are, to a degree. But these weren't ordinary bullets. That was undoubtedly from an anti-material rifle, one of the most powerful in the world. Enough to break these things. Well, that's like the one we have, right? I mean, the only other times I've seen those were in the hands of NCR Rangers. I know, which frightens me. Are you hurt? A little rattled, but I'll be fine. <sighs> Gonna need a patch and some rubbing alcohol for this. Here, I've got some vodka saved in the back, and a clean rag. Get that. I'll call Humphreys over the radio. Lieutenant Humphreys? Lieutenant Humphreys? Bunny and I have been subject to overhead fire near Bitter Springs. Are you present at your office? Lieutenant Humphreys, this is Walter Camry. Are you present? Huh? Walter? Is that you? Yes. Look, Humphreys, this isn't a social call. Bunny and I have been shot at near Bitter Springs by a high-powered rifle, and... Walter, I've been trying to call your office all morning now. There's been a deadly situation at one of our outposts, and you are nowhere to be found. And now I have the big boys breathing down my neck for... What the heck are you talking about? You knew Bunny and I were making that run to the refugees. Listen to me, Walter. Whatever you're doing right now, drop it. Just drop it. There's people dead over here, and I'm this close to having those Hoover damn jockeys rip my medals off and throw me down the Colorado. Don't let me down, fellow. Well, excuse me for just narrowly escaping death and slamming the car into a rock in the process. What kind of man are you, anyway? 
Hold still. Ow. Look, Walter, I'm not knocking whatever the heck you and that girl had to go through, but this is twice as important. Trust me. Just do me a favor and get down here immediately. Ugh. Okay, fine. Where at? NCR Outpost Sigma, southeast from Camp Golf. If you need further assistance, just use Buddy's Pip-Boy. Now hurry, I say, hurry! All right, Humphreys, just hold on to your trousers. We'll be there. Bye. Now, what do you think that was all about? I don't know, Bunny. I'm still trying to piece together what happened to us. <laughs> I guess we'll cross that road when we come to it. Let's just hope this guy doesn't hit us through the rear window on our way out of here. What in the heck happened to this place? That's what I've been meaning to know. I make regular visits to this outpost, and today happened to be one of those days. But after an exhausting walk to this place, I find it littered with the bodies of troopers I've known my entire life, and signs of one of the most brutal fights I've seen in ages. Ugh, it mustn't have been that long. The stench of smoke and gunpowder. It's hardly stale in the air now. And was anybody left alive? Not a single soul, Walter. In fact, I'm having a cleanup crew come to stow the bodies away for now. So it hit me that you and the gal might be of use before they do anything. Boy, does it make me mad that someone could do such a thing and get away with it. Heck, I started out here in this station. Well, I'm sorry for your loss, Humphreys. I can now see why you were so frantic on the radio. Thank you, Walter. Well, who do you think done it? I couldn't do my own digging when I stumbled upon this setting at first. I was far too devastated. Legion Raiden squad, I'm sure, though. No, Humphreys. Just driving up here, I could tell that this was a little too professional for a raggy little raiding party. And besides, wouldn't we see any of Caesar's forces on the ground with these troopers? Whoever did this seemed to act so quickly that hardly any of the soldier boys had much time to react. For instance, see these rifles? Still heavy with bullets. I'm without a doubt certain that most of the rest of the guns here have fuller ammo, rather than empty. Then that means that the attackers approached from outside of the outpost. Uh, it's the only way. Not true. Huh? When we approached the outpost, it seemed like almost all throughout the outer walls had exit wounds facing us, instead of entrance. No, this means that all the shooting took place on the inside, within the outpost. What? If you ask me, we have a high-trained killer on the loose. And he either has beef with the NCR, or perhaps the NCR had beef with him. Oh, those poor dears. I really hope it was quick. I mean... This is nothing short of a killing field, Walter. All these bodies. Hmm. What is that building right there? Some sort of comm station? At a prison. The station hardly had the means to use it. Everything was always so quiet here. Well, let's head inside. If we can salvage any clues as to what happened here, me and Bunny can get to work. Are you sure you feel all right, Humphreys? I'd totally understand if you wanted to wait outdoors. And not take part in bringing my mates to justice? Nonsense! Good deal. Let's head inside. Oh, no. Is that person sitting in the radio booth okay? No, he's dead. Knife jammed right into his gullet. That must have been calm officer Leroy. Oh, rest his soul. I'm so sorry, Lieutenant. Walter, are, are these four men here dead as well? Don't even need to take a glance to know they are. But yes, they're all dead. 
Hmm. Oddest thing, though. And what's that, Walter? Do you notice the difference between these five men and the rest outside? All the men indoors happen to be dead of stab wounds. Four dead from the neck and torso wounds, while the comm officer got a knife in the stomach. My guess is that our assailant murdered them first, left the knife, and then proceeded to kill the troopers with the weapons they left behind. Oh, and I thought Legion were bad. Well, well, hey, if it wasn't one of Caesar's raiding parties, maybe it was a Legion prisoner. Someone so high-ranking they could pull off an attack like this. Like a centurion. Possible. But something is also telling me unlikely. I honestly couldn't care if it was a knife to the stomach or an arrow to the knee. My men are being slaughtered like Brahmin, and I intend to burn this man so bad it'll make Caesar's old legate thankful for what he got. Likewise, Humphreys. And don't you worry. Bunny and I will get this solved and keep your reputation safe from harm. Now let's see the state of the holding cells. There's got to be something meaty in there. Nobody. Oh, well, except for a man stripped to his undergarments. That's weird. Don't think I've ever met the man. But I told you that we hardly ever use the holding rooms for anybody. We're all far too busy with the war effort. Well, it looks like one out of three bars are open. Could that one in the middle be our killer's cell? Hmm. Whatever could you be looking for, Walter? We ain't bats. We could see that the cells are empty. Not as empty as you think. What's that supposed to mean, Walter? A manifest. Leaned up against the back wall of this cell. What the? A manifest? Whose? I've met a lot of scum in my days, but never one with the caliber to single-handedly bring a battalion to its knees like this. Lieutenant Humphreys, we're not dealing with an experienced Legion Centurion, or an ex-soldier this time. No, we're dealing with a man who carries no remorse, a man who would sell his own brother for the sake of business, and a man whose name is inscribed on this very booklet. And his name is Casket. These are extremely serious developments, you three. And personally, I can hardly believe what I'm hearing right now. And the mere fact that you point absolutely no fingers towards Kaiser as associates truly baffles me. But this character, this Casket, is the sole perpetrator here? I'm telling you, Colonel Sue. This man has expertise in places I'd never expect someone like him to have. Please, Detective, enlighten me. Look, this man has eyes in places I couldn't imagine even Caesar to have him in. He isn't politically or military motivated, nor does he care who holds control over the Mojave. Everything he does is in the name of his crooked business. In short, he could care less. As long as it benefits his already fat pockets, he's satisfied. But how does this account for what he did at Sigma today? Listen to me. The only time I've had a confrontation with Casket was in a garage after he caught me trying to free Bunny from captivity. The whole reason we were there was because he somehow knew how to operate the car we drive. The only one in the wasteland. This man is obviously a mad genius that can calculate every little weakness and use them to his advantage. Hi, Colonel. I can second this. Was me who called the shot to bombard Casket's little slave shop. Place ain't nothing but rubble now. But one of my men reported that he took a bullet to the foot and got taken to Outpost Sigma. Simple as that. Never heard from him since. Well, since now. Yes, and to my understanding, the report from that night claims you were detained by the man himself, Miss Bunny. Anything additional you could add on to his profile? Oh, 
Just that he's a sick creep who kidnaps people out of the ordinary to sell. I guess you can compare him to the exotic pet store among the regular ones. Well, either way, this is an interesting bit of evidence you found here. Why the record book was found in his cell specifically is puzzling enough. But now we're more than sure he was assigned to this outpost. Hmm. Maybe it was put there by him as a calling card. Wouldn't see it any other way. <sighs> this is an act more terrible than I've seen from the Legion's men in a while. But anyway, now that you've all given your analyses, I want to introduce who the woman I've invited here is. Tech Sergeant Reyes, all the way from Camp Forlorn Hope. Almost missed it, too. The transmissions come through over what we believe was Com Officer Leroy's ham radio shortly before he died. Does that mean he made connections with your camp as an emergency call? And is it recorded? Yes and no. When I heard the transmission come through, Leroy didn't seem to have time to respond to me. As for a recording, there was hardly any time to do so, nor was there much substance to work with. What did you hear? Mostly gunshots and screams. Ghastly stuff like that. That was towards when we believe this casket exited the facility with fresh guns at the ready. But... There was a peculiar part in the very beginning. Well, go on. Casket somehow managed to slip out of his cell and kill a ranger, Ackerson. A veteran ranger, I'll add. He'll be the person you found with hardly any garments on. After which, he managed to snatch his combat knife and murder the other two men left in the actual building. Leroy included. The broadcast was silent after the shooting that proceeded. Oh, jeez. Hmm. Something else you can add to further this massacre, you two? Not exactly anything clear. Me and Bunny were fired on by someone atop a cliff when we were on our way to Bitter Springs this morning. I concur with this, Colonel. I got a frantic call from Walter via radio after it happened. And this parallels with the current case because... <sighs> the weapon that was used against us was clearly an anti-material rifle. We didn't get a look at the shooter, but they were precise. If it wasn't for our bulletproof windows taking most of the hits, we'd be dead right now. Well, isn't that funny? What do you mean? Because just this morning, one of our sharpshooters at a separate comm station reported late for duty a small time after the events at Sigma. He was winded and tired, according to his fellow soldiers. And oddly enough, Casket wasn't the only escapee at the outpost. Prisoner Manifest accounted both he and a high-profile raider by the name of Michael Oscar were imprisoned at the same time. If I heard your report correctly, all cells were vacant. But sir, what does this have to do with the sharpshooter? Like I said, he was winded and sweaty when he arrived at his post in Ranger Station Bravo this morning, when he should have remained there in the first place. This already raises suspicion as to where he went off to the night before. And as for Michael... We did a record search, and it turns out that both men belonged to some mercenary group up north called the Gunners. This is mentioned by the sharpshooter during his early days as a recruit. It was documented when he was questioned about any previous military experience. But how do you know the other prisoner, Michael, had a record with these mercenaries? Answers from other raiders he worked with in his heyday down the Mojave. He must have left the mercenary life a while ago, and substituted it for a simpler raider life down here. Oh, and they apparently tattoo their blood type on their left arm in the gunners. The sharpshooter had that too. Wow. By golly, if that isn't the windiest turn of events I've ever heard. So it's deeper than we thought. Casket, a prisoner, and a traitor all took part of the attack. I didn't do it. You hear me? I didn't do it. Hey! Lay off me. Let me go. I'm innocent, I tell you. I'm innocent. <clears throat> Please excuse that. Corporal Bender, the sharpshooter, is being placed outside to listen to the reports you made, trying to get him to crack. Now, just hold on. What in the heck does this have to do with Ranger Ackerson being disrobed? 
You probably don't know this, Bunny, but I seem to recall a certain trooper from Station Bravo who had a bone to pick with Ackerson, because he ran circles around him in Ranger School. And I don't know about the clothing situation, but the first thing is true. Isn't that right, sir? You're right on the money, Lieutenant. Corporal Benton is known to have a heated rivalry with them ever since he failed at becoming a Ranger. When Ackerson passed with flying colors, their friendship ended. This all according to soldiers that worked with them before. This we're not officially considering a motive, but his interesting alibi seems to be a dead giveaway. The accuracy at the Bitter Spring situation also sounds a lot like him. <sighs> okay, so we've all shed some light on this. And though I want all parties of this matter brought to justice, I can't stress enough how dangerous Mr. Casket is out of all of them. If we don't bring in the ringleader, he's only going to recreate his criminal empire and be harder to catch. I couldn't agree with you more, Mr. Camry. That's why I want you and anyone you see fit to question the corporal at the NCR police headquarters in the New Vegas Strip. Huh? Excuse me if I missed something, but why can't we question him right here at the biggest NCR base in town? Because we're losing too many men to fiends in the area, and I don't want to risk losing an important clue we discovered moments ago. We redirected it to be shipped to the Strip instead since the route was safer. Any more questions? None for me, sir. If that's it, that's it. We'll radio in if we make any other discoveries, Colonel Sue. Then in that case, you're each dismissed. And please, take the monorail there. We'll have your car delivered to the Strip. Lieutenant Humphreys and the Corporal will accompany you. Good plan. We'll be close to our office there, and I need to lock it up with casket on the loose. That's a wrap, gentlemen. Let's go to Vegas. Good luck, gentlemen. You! Yes, that's right. Me! Now shuttle up, partner. You've got a lot of explaining to do. Walter... You don't really think Casket will, you know, come after me again? With a second chance in hand, I think Casket will be coming after all of us, Bunny. Oh, whoo! Can't find a rush like that in the Gamora. <laughs> Suck on that, New California. You and your republic. <sighs> Say, you all right, see? More than all right, Michael. Just basking in the sweet air of freedom is all. Hey, you don't have to call me by my full name, man. We're buddies, right? You know, you and me escaping from prison together takes a closer partnership than most. That makes us like family. Hmm, that's rather bold, wouldn't you say? Well, not many people like us would do the things we did and make it out of there without a scratch. Say, hey, did you do any thinking on my proposal back there, see? I'd love to provide a helping hand with an organized service such as yours. It would really be a step up from the Raider life. Ah, yes, the Raider life. Pickpockets, murderers, thieves, second to the oldest profession in the world. Tell me, Mike, before I make any phone calls, might I inquire as to why we met in the solitude of our cell in the first place? Well, uh, yeah, you know. I was trying my luck with the rest of the gang and picking up an NCR camp. It was full of ghouls, too, so I didn't feel bad about it. Hmm, go on. Well, we managed to plug at least three, but under a minute, everyone but me had already taken a bullet. Before you know it, they had me pinned. So you got caught? Well, sure, but I... After you surrendered? Well, I had to. <laughs> Apologies, Michael, but I believe I can't accept your resume at this time. Got your coffee, folks. Shouldn't be a long trip now. 
Thanks, Humphreys. Yo, what's the problem, Humphreys? I can't get a drink for an old squad mate, huh? Oh, sorry. Just didn't want to live with the guilt of serving a mass murderer is all. How's this? I make, pour, and serve a cup of joe just for you if I turn out to be wrong. Sounds good? <laughs> In that case, I'll have two creams and a sugar. <laughs> I knew you were stupid, Humphreys. Oh, but not like this. Watch it, Bender. Need I remind you where you are? And that's Lieutenant Humphreys to you, Corporal. You have no idea what these charges looming over your head could do to you. Something a step further than court-martial, I can tell you that. And that attitude doesn't exactly scream, I'm innocent, to me. Huh. I did all I could to try to prove my innocence already. You heard me back there. But all this dreaded Legion hysteria has everyone pointing fingers at each other. So eager to end this feud, so jumpy. And all I did was try to do my job. Shame, really. The real culprit gets away. Hold yourself, Bender. Get too animated, and I won't be able to stop what any of these other soldiers do. Oh, you mean shoot me? <laughs> oh, just give it time. Then they'll realize they cut down a decorated NCR trooper who was wrongly accused of mass murder! <sighs> then what'll they do, huh? Nothing. Because I'll be dead, and then they'll all realize how paranoid they all are. Oh. Ahem. Um, Bender, is it? Oh, oh. Hello there, sweet cheeks. I didn't see you there. The name's Bunny. Anyway, look, all we're trying to do is investigate your connection with the prisoner and your previous gang background. If you could just clarify with us further and account yourself... That wasn't a gang, lady. That was the Gunners. Mercenaries so brutal they'd make the Rangers look like inexperienced pansies. No nonsense, shoot on sight cutthroats, and sooner take a contract than kiss their baby goodnight. And if you called them a gang to their face, <laughs> they'd plink you between your eyes so quick. Guess <sighs> that... Helps. What in blazes was that? That was a guided missile of some sort. Everybody get your heads down. Well, you heard the man. Drop your heads and get your guns out. NCR Camp McCarran soldiers and affiliates. There's just been an unidentified projectile fired at the monorail. Keep away from the windows. I repeat, an unidentified projectile has been fired at the monorail. Keep away from the windows. All military personnel are ordered to prepare for combat. Walter, look! There's a sentry bot over there, on that hill! She's right. See that over there, Humphreys? On that big sand dune. We need to take action now before it launches another one. My goodness, that thing looks armed to the teeth. Men, aim whatever you got and fire at that metal hulk. You too, Walter. We need whatever we can to stop that thing. Humphreys, it's Gatling gun spinning up. Order your men to back down. We'll have a bloodbath on our hands. Never mind, men. Never mind. Guns and heads down. Now! Monorail passengers, prepare for impact. Get down, buddy. Hold on. Is it... Is it... Is it over? For now... It is. We evaded its line of fire just in the nick of time. But it looks like he got a few. Gosh darn it, look at this place. Walter, look after Bender. I need to tend to my men. Go ahead. Sir, we've got five men down, and the monorail driver has been hit. Oh, well that's just peaches and cream. Go fetch any medical supplies you and the men could put together and treat the injured. I need to make sure nothing else is going to blow our heads off out there. No holes in you, Bender. 
You okay, Bonnie? I honestly can't believe I'm alive right now. Do you... Do you think this has something to do with the case? I don't think it did, Bonnie. I know it did. Go on, get in there. You've got hey. some explaining to do, boy. Hey, hey, calm down. I know my rights. Just follow the rules and step into the interrogation room, Corporal. The more time we stay in these troopers' ways, the less time they have to help the injured. And I'd be more than happy to assist in the effort. But I can't do a thing if you waste time interrogating me. Take a seat, boy. I ain't got no patience to argue with you. You tell me, Walter and Bunny, what the heck the real story is. We won't have me to spend too much time here. Sound good? I'm just as confused as the rest of you. If this continues any further, I'll be convinced that the NCR's justice system is filled with more holes than that monorail we took. Ugh. You can't pin all the blame on us, Corporal. You're still failing to account where you were early this morning. The men at Station Bravo clearly saw you sweaty and winded, coming back from an unknown location. Help us, and maybe we can help you. I... I was just scouting is all. On whatever for that early in the morning. Come in. Afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is the recovered evidence I'm sure Colonel Shu discussed with you before. Thank you, son. And also one other thing. Due to the current state of the police HQ, we're going to need this interrogation room for the injured. I'm sure you understand. Current orders are for you to take the detectives and the detained to Camp Golf. Oh, great. We'll just have to take this little meeting elsewhere. Say, son, how's it looking in there? In all honesty, sir, not good. The intended fire was of a very high caliber and many were struck in vital places. The drop-off from the lengthy range could be a lifesaver, though. Not everyone is expected to suffer life-threatening injuries. Thank you. You're dismissed. Sir. Well, Bender, since you can't account for your whereabouts, maybe you'll account for whatever's in this box. It was... Look, all I'm saying is, whatever's in that box, it's got nothing to do with me. We'll just see about that. <gasps> oh, Corporal, I can't believe it. Th that's not mine, you hear me? Uh, that wasn't anywhere near me. You're darn right that isn't yours. That's Ranger Ackerson's disassembled anti-material rifle and suit of armor. Do you know how deep this puts you? You ain't got nothing on me, you hear me? I ain't taking the fall for someone else. Oh, the only person taking the fall is you. That co-conspirator gunner fellow you worked with. You helped murder an entire garrison of men who would have gladly taken a bullet for you. And then you tried to silence Walter and Bunny before they could look into it. I... 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 I didn't. You're making a mistake. Come on, you two. Let's take this little charade to Camp Golf. Bunny, I want you to head to the office and lock that place up tight. Doors, windows, blinds and all. Put up the we're closed sign as a touch. Make Casket think we're on vacation if he decides to come after us. Do it for Dusty, too. We don't want him poking around the same place Casket might be headed to. Right, Walter. I'll meet you both at Camp Golf. And take the car, too. I don't want you walking alone through all that. Me and Humphreys will just have to find an efficient way to get the corporal there. Gotcha. Be careful, boys. You, too. Ha! You're telling me. I don't think it takes a genius to claim this is the worst case of treason in NCR history. <sighs> Can't argue with you there. 
And with the way he's holding out, the military is going to develop tunnel vision for this guy. But we can't deny ourselves the events that took place line out almost perfectly for Bender. The rivalry with Ranger Ackerson, the mercenary background, the other prisoner. What a mess indeed. It's no algebra equation, Walter. He got a chance to kill the man who ran circles around him in Ranger School, and he took it. As I see it, Corporal Bender somehow conspired with Casket and his former partner to map out this tragedy. He most likely provided sniper cover while the other two shot up the place from the inside. And when it was done, he took Ackerson's armor as means of revenge, dressed up in it to hide his identity, and found a way to track you and Bunny on your way to Bitter Springs. After that, he made his way back to Ranger Station Bravo, where he was caught. Just a few loose ends to tie up, and we'll have an airtight case on this murderer. Hmm, where did they recover this equipment of Ackerson's? Not too far from where he sniped at your car on a cliff somewhere. Tried to bury it in the suitcase, but very sloppily. Hmm. Well, I guess the best thing we can do is wait. Maybe the troopers will find something more direct. Because so far, the future is looking pretty bleak for Mr. Bender. All right, that should do it. Now, time to head back to Camp Golf. Now, where are those keys? Right here, Bunny. Ah-ah! <gasps> uh -uh. The only reason you should be reaching for that gun is to hand it over to me. Now, take the keys and head on over to... Well, just follow where I tell you to go. Now, take the keys and start the car. <sighs> Fine. Good. Very obedient of you. Now, hit the gas and take it easy. Just take the main road for a while. Okay, just... Take it easy. My actions are based on yours, Miss Bunny. So, how's that foot, Casket? Happen to get any lead poisoning from that bullet? Only a minor limp, my girl. But I think the NCR got the message when I dispatched them at the camp last night. Why did you do it, Casket? Why couldn't you just make your peace and die like a man? Do you really think this is my first evasion from captivity? I've planted more bodies in the ground than you can count, girl. Legionnaires, Viper gangs, great cons. Freeing my shackles from the most fortified army on the West Coast only proves the extent of my abilities. You won't get away with this, Casket. The Vipers and Legion I don't care about, but... What makes the NCR any different, hmm? There are no federal bureaucracies, no laws stretching far and wide anymore. In this world, all that matters are numbers, and I don't care if the NCR has them. In the end, we've been living in a land of open opportunity. An absolute free-for-all. Don't try to justify your actions that way. What you're doing is wrong, and you know it. You're not getting away with this. And yet again, you wind up trapped in your own car at the mercy of me. <laughs> Though this time, I won't make the mistakes I did last time. Stop right here. Good. It looks like Fitzgerald is right in time. Fitzgerald? You mean the sentry bot? That's the thing you had call Walter and warn him not to come look for me? Yes, and he isn't anyone you'd like to ruse. Just one snap of my fingers and I can have him decimate half of the forces at Hoover Dam. Oh, lovely. So now what am I supposed to do? Hopefully, if what I have planned is lined up correctly, you'll be doing a little bit of talking, Miss Bunny. 
Oh, great, because I have plenty of words for the both of you. Let's just hope they aren't the kind that get your head blown off. And the ones I have planned for you to say instead. Oh, please, you wouldn't kill me. In your eyes, I'm far too valuable to die. Though I may have you back at the auction block by the end of this, I will not hesitate to silence you if needed. I can make plenty of caps without you. Ah, Fitzgerald, it's been a while. Greetings, Mr. Casket. We have not made contact in 168 days. How have you been? Not entirely comfortable due to the fact that I've been in toy soldier custody, but I'm just dandy now. Ah, and this is the young bombshell that Detective was looking for before my absence. Ah, yes, Miss Bunny. Age 28. Designation, Alt 54. Location, Central Texas. Current status, unknown. No further information known. Redirecting. Mr. Casket, shall we begin the procedure? How in the heck did that robot know all that about me? Education's key, Bunny. And yes, Fitzgerald, let's begin. Affirmative. Please proceed to the telephone, Bunny. What? I believe my associate's directive was very clear, Bunny. You're to proceed to the telephone to have a little chat with someone we'd like to talk to. Do not make me repeat myself. But, but this, this phone, it only reaches the agency, and we just came from... No, it doesn't. Now, unless you'd like your friends to hear you take a forty-five to the back of the head on the horn, you'd do as we say. I... fine. Just don't do anything rash. <laughs> That's all up to you, my dear. Now, dial this number. Oh, something's fishy, I tell you. How does a ranger go missing out of thin air like that? Huh? Try and tell me otherwise. Calm down, Lieutenant. If it was a ranger that shot at us, it was the ranger. That would mean Mr. Casket is out of the picture, and we really do have split cases to deal with here. Then who massacred that outpost, Walter? Huh? You really think Casket doesn't have those capabilities? Look, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying we need not fuse what happened to the outpost and Bitter Springs together. Not before we know exactly. What the heck? Humphreys. Are these operating phones? Well, why do you think I'm reacting this way? I've only heard that phone of yours in the office ring in my entire life. Strange. Well, go ahead. If you say so. Hello? This is Cam Golf. Might I ask where you're calling? Walter. Bunny? What are you doing at the old telephone? You're supposed to be hightailing it over here. Casket could be anywhere. Is something wrong? Walter, I... I'm sorry. I'm having trouble hearing you. I'm afraid I, I got a, a flat. I managed to roll the car over to the phone, but I think it's as far as I can go. Do you think you could come over as uh, as fast as you can? Uh, well, what is it? Bunny got a flat. <sighs> Bad luck always follows that girl when she's behind the wheel. Okay, Bunny, I'm on my way. Do your best to stay in the car and lock the doors. I'll be there in a second. Great. Just great. And just to think we got away from that bugger. You stay here, Humphreys. What? But, but, but I can't... With that info you found, we can't even risk walking together. No, you stay here and do your best not to go outside. That ranger may be innocent, but what we have no idea of is if Casket has agents throughout this place. W well, fine. But, Walter, you be careful. But I'm not the one you need to be worrying about. <laughs> 
Bunny? Bunny? Are you there? Bunny? Are you in there? Wait. I don't see a flat tire. Hello, Walter. Casket. The one and only, my boy. Now, might I ask why you're all the way out here? You weren't hoping to steal my car now, would you? Your car? You seem a little delusional, Mr. Casket. I thought that bullet hit your foot, not your head. The limp will prove you right, Mr. Camry. But that prank call would prove you wrong. Where's Bunny? Drop the piece and we'll find out. Then what? After which, we'll take a little drive, you and me. Or do you plan to shoot me and fall back into the drinking habit again? Aimlessly wandering for the girl you lost. All right, all right. Just don't harm her. If you're going to kill anybody, Casket, kill me. I'm the one who came after you in the end. Ah, smart choice, Walter. Perhaps you're keen on honoring sweet deals after all. Unfortunately, that doesn't make up for what you did last time. Come then, I'm letting you drive. All right. Where to? New Vegas Steel. If you don't know of the place, I'll direct you there. And if you want to pull any tricks on the way there, just do your best to remember the cold metal on the back of your neck. What an interesting facility, wouldn't you say, Walter? When Fitzgerald listed options for the proper place to take you both to, New Vegas Steel just stood out for me. This way, please. Hmm, if I'm not mistaken, that's the sound of a well-oiled machine down the hall. I guess I shouldn't be surprised if you didn't take me here for a cup of tea in conflict resolution. <laughs> How clever! But you are right in a way. We'll be resolving a conflict, and you'll be served something hot. Good golly. Getting a little anxious, Walter Camry? You seem to be sweating all of a sudden. Don't play games with me, Casket. What is this, really? Move. Okay. Up the stairs to your right will be a catwalk, and on that level, we'll be able to have a perfect overlook of the plant, specifically that slag bucket filled with fresh molten steel. <laughs> I'll be moving where you want as long as you have that gun on my back, but I'm not tied to the NCR casket. Remember that. Even though what you did at the outpost was despicable, I'm not obligated to act for them. We can still work something out. Ah, no weaseling, Detective. I know good and well you've made close friends with that lieutenant fellow since you arrived here. And I know he'll bark at you once he needs a mess cleaned up like this one. Too bad he can't handle his own problems and got his friendly lackeys to take the fall. But don't you worry. Once he realizes the plan has gone awry, the NCR will come down on him like the hammer of the gods. Ah, here we are. Walter! Ah, oh, Fitzgerald. Sorry to keep you waiting. I just had to explain a little something to Walter before our commute here. Everything all right? Report! The girl made no attempt to flee. No struggle. Everything is as it was, Mr. Casket. Bunny, are you okay? Walter, they made me call you. They knew our secret SOS code. I... I... I couldn't do anything else. I command you to remain behind me until further notice. Let go of me! It's okay, Bunny. There was nothing else you could do. I got Humphreys to stay back and conceal the records. At least we can solve one problem. Hmm, don't count on it completely, you two. With the various combat modifications I added to Fitzgerald's body, Camp Golf could really take a beating. <gasps> what do you mean? 
There's no way on earth you can expect one sentry bot to take on a heavily fortified NCR base. Do you know how many rangers there are? Rangers certainly aren't a problem for me, as you can see. I'm not stupid, Walter. Fitzgerald projects that he can withstand an hour of firefighting at Camp Golf. Enough for me to slip inside and get rid of those documents about me. They'll probably have me written down like I needed help from that inmate I later shot. Quite embarrassing, if that's true, since I did most of the work. And I'll be sure to get rid of Humphreys if I get the chance. Well, you can. Just sit in this nice little chair, Walter. Ah, sit still and I'll apply the rope. No, don't hurt him! Don't worry, Bunny. You don't have to watch. I've got a sweet deal set up between you and some uh, Legion boy. Very high ranking, I hear, too. Should pose as a great maiden voyage for my business comeback. After Walter ruined it. Ah, there we are. All nice and tight, isn't it, Walter boy? <laughs> you have some nerve, Casket. Right you are. Okay, Fitzgerald, lower the hook and grapple it to the back of Walter's chair. Yes, sir. Please, no! What are you going to do to it? Oh, just for a little dip, my girl. Oh, and Fitzgerald, do me a favor and rev up your Gatling gun. I know how much these two like to take advantage of last-minute situations. Yes, sir. <laughs> Line up the detective over the molten liquid, Fitz. Unlike most claw machines I've played, I'm getting my prize this time. You won't get away with this, Casket. I've gotten away with more than you know, Camry, and I'm definitely walking away from this one. Fitzgerald, lower the chain. Slowly. Yes, Mr. Casket. No, no, I won't let you. Let him go. Let, let him... Bonnie! Not to worry, Walter. She only fainted. Should be an easier effort to subdue her now. <laughs> You'll pay for this. Ugh. Getting hot. I don't have much time to do anything, and these ropes are tight. Ugh. I thought the miniature switchblade I brought would do the job, but the ropes are too thick to... Rats. Maybe I can depend on the heat to do the job for me. Not a good probability on that, either. Gotta come up with something. Looks like the end of the road, Walter. I'll be sure to add a mural of you on my new office wall. <laughs> Target parameters disengaged. Enemy spotted. It's Joe. What are you? Hey, what are you? Hold your fire. Walter. Bonnie, you're away. Hold on, Walter. I'm going to try and stop the machine. Hurry. I'm getting close. Error. Error. Voice command not recognized. Stop it. Stop this right now. I order you. Wait. Wait. Stay back. I... Oh. It. You did it! Now get me down from here. That sentry bot is about to fall off and splash hot steel on me. Got it. Keep me steady. He's going down. Error! Loss of control is imminent. Error! Error! Walter. Whew. My goodness, that was close. Here, let me get these ropes off of you. That was a miracle, Bunny. How in the world did Casket's robot go haywire at the last moment? Just two words. Combat inhibitor. Wait. You did something to the robot while its back was turned. Hold on. You didn't faint at all, did you? <laughs> well, no need to keep an eye on me when they think I'm out. Ha <laughs> ha! You crazy dame. Thank heavens for your techno knowledge. 
Now, come on. Let's get out of here before we run into something else. Wait, Walter? What about Casket? That robot knocked him into the vat, right? Well, yes, but... <sighs> I just wish we could have taken him in. Trust me, Bunny. Burning alive in that lava is probably the best thing that could have happened to him. Now, come on. We've got news to deliver. So, shortly after Casket fell down the catwalk, his robot joined him, too. But in the molten liquid this time. Amazing! So where's Casket, then? Gone, Humphreys. We lost track of him when he fell off the balcony. So we can either conclude he perished in a slag bucket or was incapacitated somehow. Either way, he was yet to be seen. Well, by golly, if that isn't a gas. And you're also saying he confessed all the shootings? The Sigma attack, Bitter Springs, and the robot firing at the monorail were self-explanatory. He was so confident he'd murdered us, I guess he just let it all spill out. Heck, he was even planning to bombard this very camp. Just to erase his name from the files we had on him. No, I'm a proud NCR man. But judging by what that sentry bot could do to the tram back there, the casualties will have doubled if Casket set that monstrosity here. So, I suppose Corporal Bender is innocent after all. Wait, what about the ranger's uniform? Was that all Mr. Casket's doing as well? That, too. You see, his whole aim was to create a fake case to overshadow the real one. So when Casket and Michael destroyed the outpost, he saw to it that he'd take the ranger's uniform and disguise himself for the shooting at Bitter Springs, thus creating the suspicion Corporal Bender had something to do with it. But I don't understand. How did Casket know about those two's rivalry? He had to know Bender and Ackerson on a personal level to even begin that plan. Well, let's not forget, Casket has eyes and ears everywhere. It's not surprising if being guarded in a cell by Ranger Ackerson proved to be a good place for gossip. I bet the instant he heard any talk about the matter, Casket got to work on the drawing board, formulated a dual effort in the breakout with that former mercenary, and then just waited for the perfect moment. My goodness! And speaking of the Merc, Michael was killed, Humphreys was double-crossed by the thieving madman right after the prison break. Not that I totally trust a confession from a man like Casket, but I believe him when he says he's killed. Guess Corporal Bender was just scouting in the early morning after all. Well, all that double-crossing... Bender, you're free to go. (laughs) Did it really take you that long to prove my innocence, Humphreys? I told you I didn't do it. I'm trusting you to carry yourself back to Colonel Sue's office on your own and wait for me to deliver the status report. If you don't, and decide to defect, I'll more than gladly hunt you myself. Hold on. I think you owe me something in return, if I recall. You're awfully lucky Walter and Bunny went out of their way and nearly got killed for your sake. So consider that your reward. Because if I know one thing, you ain't getting a coffee out of me. Bunny by Sharon Grunwald. Humphreys and Casket by Ken Kennan. 
Colonel Sue by Jerry Freeman. Tech Sergeant Rees by Carrie Schultens. Corporal Bender by Nickel Aaron Nick. Fitzgerald by Sean Dawes. Additional voices include Carrie Schultens and Jake Goldfarb. The Strip and True Vault Escapades are all productions brought to you by the A-Bomb Radio web station and Atomic Wolf. Each episode is written, directed, and produced by Preston Harden. You're listening to ABR. That's A-Bomb Radio, in case you forgot. Do you love Dragon Age? Have you always wanted to learn more about its vast world and detailed lore? Are you still attached to your hero of Ferelden, even a decade after Dragon Age Origins came out? Or maybe you're a newer fan, still discovering a new tidbit or quest every day. Well, either way, the Dragon Age Lorecast is the podcast for you. I'm Austin, also known as Teacup. And I'm Shelby, also known as SheCup. And come and join us as we embark on a journey to explore and discover all things Dragon Age. We'll discuss all kinds of topics, from Lyrium to the Chantry and the great mysteries of the old gods, and even more that even you Bioware superfans might not know about. So come and listen on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. And always remember... Swooping.